another episode of the SCU Buzz podcast. My name is Yasmin and today I am joined with the wonderful Joy Knight-Smith. She's a 24-year-old who has lived in Lismore her whole life and is currently completing her final year of a double degree in law and arts, majoring in governance and society. And she's also currently a Lismore City Council candidate. Welcome to the podcast, Joy. Thanks so much for joining Thank you for having me. Oh, it's exciting. (laughs) Firstly, let's go back to where it all started for you. So you grew up in Lismore, is that right? Yes, I grew up between Lismore and Nimbin. Yeah, and you're still there now, obviously. Still there now, committed. Love Lismore Bay, die Lismore Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was born there too. Maybe we were in the same ward. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what made you want to study law in the first place? Well, my mum has actually been studying law at SCU part-time since I was about seven. So I finished high school and I decided to join her. (laughs) That's cool. You can both just exchange study notes. That sounds like a good strategy. We did one or two classes together and she's just finishing now as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, she was a single mom with two little girls in law school. So, I think she kind of slowly trained me up to have that legal way of thinking. Like, I got to high school, I did my legal studies, I got nearly full marks in every assignment. And I was like, damn, I guess I'm supposed to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's in my blood. Yeah. So, what's your dream career? Well, um, I went into law because I wanted to go into politics. Um, And then I kind of realized along the way that I actually really enjoy law and that to be a politician, you kind of need a career first for people to be able to respect you. So I kind of fell in love with it along the way. And I'm really interested in administrative law and policy and personal injury and workers' compensation law. Yeah, what made you decide to run for council? Well, I've been a member of the Labour Party for a long time. Mm. And, well, I was actually studying local government at the same time as I was studying environmental law. And so I was learning about all of the zoning laws and what goes into a development. And in local government, we were learning about, like, what local government is, And we had to draft a project and talk about doing community engagement with this project and, you know, build an entire sort of infrastructure idea that we would implement in the community. And I did all that and I I wanted to build an indoor skate park and I was building my pretend indoor skate park and then I was like, what if I just did this? What if I did this for real? What if I went on to council and I fought for my skate parks? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I was just so passionate. And then I was like, this sucks that it isn't real. I'm going to make it real. Wow, so it all started (laughs) for wanting to have an indoor skate park. That would be fun. It would be so fun. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's funny, like university is a lot like that. I remember I did this make-believe marketing campaign that was like for this dog prize basket and it was like a monthly subscription and we called it Fur Prize. And we got really into it, made shirts and everything. And still to this day, I think maybe we should actually go further with that. So I feel like uni has that chance for you to actually, you know, it's not just all theory that you need to base in your degree you can actually transpose it into your real life and you've done exactly that exactly I was just like well I'm a member of a political party I do politics stuff all the time I want to change things in this community so why don't I get up and do it (laughs) yeah that's so inspirational I love your drive and enthusiasm (laughs) so I'm like pretty how do I say this? Not very literate when it comes to politics. I obviously during the pandemic, I've got to know who Dan Andrews is and, (laughs) you know, all of those people. But for those that don't really know where to start, like how do you even get into such a thing? Is it as simple as going on a website and registering and then they get like, how did the process all start for you? Well, Anyone can run for local government. You don't have to be a member of a political party. So, yeah, if you wanted to run for council, you really would just have to go on a website and say, I want to run for council and just register yourself. But as a member of a political party, it was a little bit more complicated because I had to be certified. Um, And it was a bit easier for me because we had people who had run before and knew what they were doing. But, you know, there's plenty of independents that are running that have never done this before. They don't have any help and they're doing great. Yeah. I think it all comes down to passion at the end, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. So what are you passionate about? What do you want to see change in the Lismore region? Well, I feel like we need to be catering for young people and keeping them in our communities to keep our community alive and happy and thriving. Do you feel a lot of pressure? Because obviously, um, you know, the political landscape as a young person, I imagine it would be very daunting. It is very daunting, Mm. but I don't know. I'm just trying to be a little bit airy-fairy about it. I'm just like, no, you just got to let go. Everything's going to be okay. It doesn't matter. The the local trolls I know aren't going to go after me. I've got <laughs> we've got pretty good alliances in the bad places, so <laughs> I'm going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> what skills have you learnt in your degree that you kind of found that you can use also in council? Like, do you have any special subjects that you're like, yes, this really helped me with what I want to do now or what I'm doing? Like, is there anything you can pinpoint? Um, mostly environmental law because mm. it's not actually about the environment. It's all about sort of zoning laws and state significant developments. So studying that is literally a lot of it is what council does, getting the approval of developments. Honestly, I just became an absolute planning law nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, this is a commercial zoning. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. Yeah, it does fascinate me. Like the legal rights of rivers as well. Have you learned about that yet? I haven't learned about that actually. Yeah. That's a pretty new thing. Mm. What other subjects have you found really beneficial? Probably administrative law. I really liked the idea of 
there being checks and balances to hold ministers accountable for their actions. Mm. So, you know, they may be approving big developments, but they wouldn't have actually had the authority to do so. So we have um, a Ministry of Appeals tribunals to be able to appeal um, the ministerial approvals that have gone through. And I just think that's really interesting and super helpful to know and how that all works. So after graduation, do you have any big plans? What's next? I don't know what's next. I'm just sort of seeing how the council election goes and going from there. You know, if I do get elected, then I go, that's my plan. But if I don't get elected, making plans for not getting elected feels sad and unfair. So (laughs) you seem like a really cool person and just, you know, letting things come to you when they come and not worrying about it too much until it's actually happening, which I think in a law degree, you definitely need that skill because it is a very time consuming and you need a lot of patience for that degree. So kudos to you. Oh, thank you. I just kind of, I know, Years and years ago, I had to get scanned for a brain tumour because I have seizures. Um, And I just kind of developed this new response to stress, which is if you can't change it, why worry about it? You just got to let it go. Mm. And so I just, I know it makes me a lot happier. It's like you can choose to be stressed about something. And if you can't change it, you just got to be like, well, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what advice would you have for anyone that's maybe looking to run for council or even start studying law? Um, Honestly, I think just do it. Anyone can do it. You just got to believe in yourself. Mm. You know, I I had a lot of anxiety when I was younger and I got a bit of self-confidence and I was like, I'm going to study law. And if I didn't, have that little bit of self-confidence, maybe I wouldn't even thought of it. Maybe I wouldn't have believed in myself and I would have studied something else. And don't let anyone act like you can't. (laughs) Yeah, that's beautiful. And I imagine law, it would be so fascinating just sitting in a class and hearing what everyone wants to do. Like, do you find that it's very diverse in terms of career progression? Oh, it's so diverse. You know, you've got lots of people who want to go into corporate law, you know, do mergers and acquisitions. And then you've got heaps of people who want to do criminal law. I'm I really interested in criminal law. I believe in it, but I just never really saw myself there. And you've got heaps of people who want to do family law. And the people who do crime and family, there's a lot of mature age students you know, who've had, um, you know, dealings with the system and are like, damn, I want to empower myself. I'm going to go get a law degree. It's super inspiring seeing people who I studied with who are now graduated at just being solicitors. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, wow, you did it. (laughs) Yeah, it is possible. Yeah. Gold star for you. Gold star for you, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So what is your favourite thing about the Northern Rivers? You've grown up here, you went to Richmond River High School and obviously you're studying now at Southern Cross. Do you have a favourite go-to spot that you like to wind down or a favourite location? I think I just, I like all the waterfalls here. Every Mm. time I leave, I get homesick for the colour green. Yeah. Nowhere is as green as as the Northern Rivers. We're a rainforest region, so everything is just so bright green and, you know, you get used to it. But as soon as you go somewhere else, 
I feel so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true how you take it for granted and especially the Lismore campus at Southern Cross where literally in a rainforest. Yeah, exactly, with a, with a creek flowing through it and a lake full of turtles. I like to sit there in my study breaks and just stare at all the turtles. You know, today, you know, you're like, today I had a good day. I saw 10 turtles, the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> 10 turtles and I'm getting a law degree. Exactly. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like 100 in that lake. You've got to be patient. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> so for those that don't, maybe someone's listening to this right now and they're like, oh, yes, I do want to study law. Can you tell us a little overview about the course and sort of the things that you learn? I know, obviously, it's been a long time, so you don't have to say everything, but what's been the standout things that you've learned in your degree so far? Um, it's been really interesting studying law at the same time as arts because you study something different every year in in your arts degree, it seems, because mm. I changed majors from film to politics. And so it was like core units, then film units, then politics units, then sociology units. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's been really interesting. I think doing arts at the same time as law actually kept me sane and I would recommend doing a double degree with law. I think if I didn't do a double degree, I would have burnt out really fast. Mm, that's a really good point. I know you just kind of learn the basics of everything, you know, criminal law, contracts, environmental law. Um, SCU is actually the only uni that has environmental law as a core unit that you have to do. Really? Yeah. And so, you know, we've got that. We've got our great environmental law program. And of course, there's, you know, the the basic units like, you know, legal process, which teaches you how to do statutory interpretation and how to look up the laws on all the databases. What's it like studying with your mom? Like, did you um, have classes in person at all together or was it all online? I didn't have any like proper um, full session classes with my mom, but we did some summer school classes together. So that's like one week of full intensive classes and then um, your assignments due a bit later on for that. So I did a couple of those with my mom and it was really interesting. <laughs> it felt really like mother and daughter, best friends at uni together. Everyone thought, thought we were adorable. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is so cute. And, you know, we'd stay up late and compare notes after a long day at class because these are like, you know, five hours of class a day sort of programs and yeah they were really full-on but I did them with my mom and it was heaps of fun and very wholesome <laughs> oh that is so cute yes wholesome is the word that I was looking for to describe that yeah so going back to being a young person growing up in the northern rivers obviously uh, a sense of connection with community is a huge thing that helps our well-being. Uh, have you done anything in the past that um, in the Northern Rivers that you feel has helped connect with Lismore locals? Maybe there's a dance group for locals or a gardening group. Is there anything that you'd love to see happen? Well, I think we actually do already have all those dance groups and gardening groups, but people don't go to them. Like I... Every now and then I'm a bit, you know, a bit wishy-washy, but I'm involved with um, Wilson's River Land Care, 
When you say um, people don't go to them, what do you think the biggest problem is with that? Do you think it's just lack of mediums to communicate or like do you think the word's just not getting out enough? Oh, I think there are. You know, there are heaps of small communities and, you know, there already are communities, but maybe it's only a community of 30 people. But that's Mm. still a community. I spend a lot of time at all the farmers markets and you know that's a great way to get to know everyone if you're if you're dedicated and you come regularly everyone knows you they're like oh joy i've got some mushrooms for you today really um, that's so cute yeah i feel like i know everyone i'm definitely out and about in this community <laughs> yeah um, no, that's great though like i think that makes all the difference especially for people like i guess growing up in lismore you forget that it is a city and there's people that have grown up in towns of 300, 400 people and then have moved to Lismore and actually find it so overwhelming, which is crazy for us, I guess, growing up here. And people are very excited that there's a McDonald's or that there's one set of traffic lights, you know, stuff like that. And I think when you do move from a small town uh, to a bigger one, connecting with community and doing things, even like yourself, like something as brave as running for council, you know, maybe you might not get the outcome that you wanted, but you're going to connect with people and you're going to have conversations that you wouldn't normally if you didn't put yourself out there. So I think doing that and, um, yeah, being an advocate for the community is obviously something where law comes into that because that's what you're doing. You're helping whoever. I guess it depends what field you go into. But, yeah, there is that foundation of wanting to help others in law. Yeah, and I definitely feel like that. You know, there is this pull of, like, wanting to go into criminal law so I can help all my friends. Not everyone goes to uni. Mm. And, you know, lots of people I... Lots of people I know from Lismore didn't. And I've found that some people find it, like, they meet me and they go, oh, you're studying law. And they go, what? Like, they don't even think of it as, like, a normal thing to do. Like, that's how sort of disadvantaged some people in this community are. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm normal just like you. You could, you know, if you really wanted to, I think anyone could do it. Yeah, and it's lucky that we have it on our doorstep too. Yeah, yeah. So those people that you've mentioned could have that realisation and then maybe be first in family or, yes, that's stuff. But actually I found that the most people I get that type of interaction from is older women. They're just like, oh, no, I could never do something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of reactions from like that from like older sort of retired women thinking that like studying a degree like that is so out of their depth. And I'm like, well, no. You can do it. Even yourself. I'm sure you could go back to uni. <laughs> You're such a hype girl. I love it. No wonder you're running for cancer. I feel like I need your number. I'm oh, my just, God. I need to call you when I'm like, you know, I don't know what to do. It's 8 p.m. and I'm bored. And you'll just be like, girl, just chill out. Have a bath. Make <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Well, Joy, thank you so much for joining us on the SCU Buzz podcast. It's definitely been very eye-opening and I think I love your passion for change and especially being such a young person, putting yourself out there and 
just being so chill about it. Like I love your enthusiasm of just saying, just do it. I mean, we're not ripping off Nike, but that (laughs) seems to be your attitude. And I think sometimes that's all you need is to just have that just do it attitude. And then, yeah, you can create the best change in the region. And I'm very excited to hear what you do next and what comes out of your degree. And if we get an indoor skate park. See you on the ramp. See you in the bowl. Yeah, the bowl, bro. <laughs> Thank you, Joy. Really appreciate it. Good luck Thank with you everything. Thank you for having me. No worries. Good luck. And say hi to your mum studying too. I will. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs>